Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Years ago, I began recording the bedtime stories I told my children every night. Now, we would like to share those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my Stories for Wonderful Children. Once they had reached the safety of the ice caves and had a chance to catch their breath, Flippo turned to Flip-Flop. So, good buddy, he said. Theodore didn't really have much time to tell us about, uh, why exactly we were saving you or what was going on. So, uh, how about you and me? We, uh, have a little, have a little discussion. Figure out what, figure out how we can help each other. Flip-Flop sighed. That would be wonderful, he said. I haven't had a t- chance to catch my breath since this whole thing started. Then he recounted for Flippo the story of his extremely bad day and the fall of the Elysium, his encounter with Frostbite and the Sanguins disabling the Cat's Paw Highway and preventing him from receiving any sort of help. Who is this anyway? said Flip-Flop. I've never even heard of frostbite. I mean, I know there are frost fairies, but... And and what are those white things? Oh, yeah. It has been a strange few months here in the South Pole. Said, no, normally there are always frost fairies around. You know, they like the cold. We like the cold. We don't bother each other much. Frostbite was just another frost fairy for a long time, but a few months ago, something changed. I think it had something to do with him and a bunch of sanguins found something, probably deep in one of the one of these ice caves, some kind of crown. It looks like it's made out of ice, and after he found that and started wearing it, that's when the trouble began. He said suddenly there were sanguins everywhere. They were just flocking in like they couldn't resist him, and and he had gotten so much more powerful, built himself a big ice palace out south of here. Huh, said Flip-Flop, that must be where he got the kind of power that made him think that he could attack the Elysium. Yeah, said Flippo. So, uh, what's that thing you've got there? Flip-Flop looked down at the cat gem sitting on the ice next to him on the floor of the cave, glowing a sort of dull red color and seeming to fade even as he watched it. This, he said, this is the cat gem. It's supposed to be filled with the essence of everything that makes us cats, and it's what creates the Elysium. It's what controls the weather to make it warm and let everybody have a good time. Ah, all right, said Flippo. It sounds great. I like having a good time. So, uh, is it supposed to be all dull red like that? No, said Flip-Flop miserably. No, it's supposed to be bright and yellow like the sun. I I don't know what happened to it. Huh, said Flippo. Well, sounds to me like you've got a couple problems. You've got Frostbite and all the sanguins who don't want you around, and all his newfound powers, and then you've got yourself a sick little cat gym there. So, uh, you have a plan? No, said Flip-Flop miserably. I've made a terrible mess of things. I am a terrible guardian of the Elysium. Hey, now. Hey, said Flippo. Come on. You just had a hard day. Why don't you sleep on it and come morning, maybe something will occur to you. 
So Flip-Flop curled up around the cat gem. Flippo and the other penguins snuggled up next to him to keep him warm through the long night, and he slept surprisingly well. When he woke the next morning and stood up stretching, the great cat yawned. He was surprised to discover that Flippo was correct. Some ideas had occurred to him. Flippo, he said, I need to get back into the Elysium. I'm the jokester of the cats, and I've left all my jokes behind. I need to get back in. I, I have some things I need. You bet, said Flippo. Listen, I need to go, uh, I need to go get some more penguins. If we're going to deal with this many penguins and go after Frostbite, we're going to need a lot more penguins. But, uh, Layla here will take you. Yeah, said Layla. I'd be happy to take you, Mr. Flip-Flop. So, uh, you know how to belly slide, right? Um, said Flip-Flop. It's easy, said Layla. Just do this. And she promptly flopped down on her feathery, smooth penguin belly and slid across the floor of the ice cave. I'm not sure. Oh, good buddy, said Flippo. You can do it, no problem. Yeah, said Layla. Come on. So Flip-Flop took a running start and flopped down on his belly and slid a foot or two. No, he said, it won't work. Tiger bellies just aren't designed for sliding. Layla looked over at Flippo. Flippo sighed. Layla said, all right, well, we'll walk then. It's going to take a while. It's fine, said Flip-Flop. And so they set off through the ice caves. It was, as Layla had warned, a long walk. But when they finally arrived at an opening of the cave, they were looking down on the icy valley that had once been the Elysium. Flip-Flop looked down. There were penguins everywhere. How am I going to get in there, he asked. Well, said Layla, I'd be happy to provide a distraction. Um, are you going to be okay? Oh, they can't catch me, said Layla. I'm going to slide right by them. And that's what she did. She flopped down on her belly and went sliding down the hill into the valley of the Elysium, trilling her penguin at the top of her lungs. Flip-Flop watched as the penguins turned, spotted her, and began to launch themselves into the air towards her. But she was right. She was too fast, in one side of the Elysium and up the hill on the other side and over the top, now with a whole crowd of penguins in chase. Well, thought Flip-Flop, I'd best not waste this opportunity. And so he headed down the hill at full speed, slipping and sliding on his tiger paws, not well made for ice and snow. But he made it successfully to his own cabin door. And after throwing his weight against the frozen door a few times, he made it in. There he found his portable pack of practical jokes. And slinging it over his back, he grabbed one last thing taking a moment to warm it with his breath to make sure that it wasn't frozen solid, and then stepped back out. The penguins had clearly decided that they were not going to catch Layla, and he could now see them patrolling all around the edges of the Elysium. He was unsure how he was going to get back out. But he could see Layla off at one side, gesturing to him. If he could just get that far, he thought she probably had a good plan of escape. And so he began to sneak from building to building, and he was just reaching the edge when he heard that sanguine cry. 
Sarah coming from just in front of him. He peeked around a building, and it was there, waiting for him, its white eyes and white beak and white feet unnerving him. But he stepped forward and said, Hey, have you ever seen a flower like this one? And the Sanguine leaned forward to look at the flower that was on the front of him and leaned right into a face full of water. As soon as that fake flower squirted water on it, it dissolved in a poof of snow. Flip-Flop began to run. The way was now clear to Layla at the edge. He could hear them behind him now, sounding the alarm. <coughs> Layla said, come on, Flip-Flop. He was running as fast as he could, but in the ice and snow, he looked back. The Sanguins were launching themselves into the air. He was never going to outrun them. But then he threw the portable practical joke pack to the ground and pulled out his banana peels. These are great for slipping and sliding, he said. All right, said Leila. Flip-flop threw the banana peels to the ground, grabbed up the practical joke pack, threw himself on them, and was sliding across the ice with almost the ease of a penguin. Quickly, he and Layla were across the ice and at the entrance of another ice cave. He looked back. The Sanguins were approaching, but they were never going to catch them now. With his banana peels, he followed Layla through the cave, sliding along their icy floors, taking branching tunnels left and right, and soon they left the Sanguins far behind. Before he knew it, they were sliding into a cavern full of penguins. Flippo at the front. Hey, good buddy, he said. How'd it go? Really good, said Flip-Flop. I think I've got what I need. I'm ready to go pay Frostbite a visit. Excellent, said Flippo. And you learned how to slide. Let's go. With the aid of his banana peels, Flip-Flop now had no trouble keeping up with Flippo and the other penguins as they traveled through the ice caves arriving finally at a cavern exit high above a plain. As Flip-Flop moved forward and looked down, he could see that the ice and snow of the plain below seemed to be moving, and then he realized that what he was looking at was hundreds of sanguins filling the plain, and then in the center of them a great castle of ice rising above it. Oh, he said, yeah, said Flippo, this is going to be fun. And next time, I will tell you about the fun they had. But for tonight, that's the end. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show please tell someone about it or leave a review on your podcast provider. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and you can also find us on most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. Mm-hmm.